So good morning again, everyone. I'm Carrie Little, Smart Girl Media Marketing or smartgirlmedia.com. That is my blog and my podcast. I am also a designated managing broker in Illinois because, you know, we do things differently um, at Caremark Realty Group. So good morning, Jennifer. You like skipped out on me. I was trying to join your live. You were too quick. You were too quick. Yeah, you were too quick. So I'm shocked that I could find my book this morning. It was still in my bookcase. Um, we're all of our floors are getting ripped out, and my office hasn't been ripped out yet today, or it hasn't been ripped out yet. But today's the day, so I was going to go to my office to do this live, but the power is out. Yeah, so the whole outfit changed. I just yeah, I have on like stretch pants. It's one of those days. So anyway, so as promised, I said I would talk to you about stories and the power of the story. And I'm using my new agent journal to take my notes. And I'm in the section called There Is No Inbox in Real Estate. Um, so if you haven't gotten a book, uh, feel free. It's more like a journal, but there's a book. Oh, cool. Thank you, Jennifer. Um, so I'm in this section because you, as a real estate agent, we have to create our own inbox. We have to create our own inbox. No one is going to give you the business. Um, and again, I've said it before, if you think they're going to give you the business, yeah, we'll give you the business, but we're going to charge you for it. So if you're paying for leads, if you are, um, if someone refers business to you, you're probably giving them a referral fee. And if you're paying for leads, so I have an agent that uses Opsity and it's 35% back to realtor.com, they own Opsity. If you're paying Zillow, you're paying a monthly fee. If you are, um, look, if you're doing direct mail marketing, you're paying to get leads. So everything we do in business, there is no inbox. It's just, it, it doesn't happen that way. Now, I would really like it to happen that way, um, but you have to get up, get dressed, and you gotta go to work. It, I think we made real estate look too easy on Instagram. So here we go. And so, the power of the story. Now, most of you know, I am tapped out on Facebook for friends. I have, I am, I have more followers on Facebook than Instagram. I was late to the Instagram game. I, I was like, just not one, not one more thing. I actually have more followers on Snapchat than Instagram, believe it or not. So here we go. If you're following me, my post, I said, I'm going to talk to you about storytelling, where you can create stories, location-based marketing video, and some IGTV hacks. And then I'll give you a bonus. And we won't hang out long today because they're coming to rip out my floors at 10.30 a.m. If you do have questions for me, and maybe, depending on if they get here on time, maybe I'll jump over to one of my uh, groups and I'll actually um, show you how this is done if you're willing to jump over to Real Estate Live or Smart Girl Media Live. So here we go. Um, so when we talk about storytelling, and you, um, some of you have heard me tell a story You've heard me um, talk about why I got into real estate. You've heard me talk about commercial real estate or my life as a commercial uh, paralegal. You've heard me talk about my story about buying a house. Um, when we talk about storytelling, so think past that you can put stories on Instagram. Because when we think, so when someone says, did you put anything on your story? You're like, I don't know what to put on my story. Um, so think, about, think of it like this. Some of you got into real estate for whatever reason. So if I were to say to you, um, for the next 12 months, I want you to come up with 12 stories. Now I'd really like you to come up with 52, one a week, 
but that can be overwhelming for some of us, especially for those of us that aren't used to doing marketing or we're not used to creating stories or we're actually not, we're not great at video. We can tell a story without video. If you're photogenic, I, I, I work hard to take photos. Photo, being photogenic comes easy to some people. So you can take a photo and still tell a story. There is power in if you actually say it because people will relate to you. So over time, when you start to generate leads, it will, because you, it will be because you told a story. So, so here, I'll tell you, I'll tell you um, the investor story. So Mark decided to start investing in real estate. And he bought a house in a city not too far from here. And in that city, when he bought the property, and I'm giving you, I'm going to give you the basics, hard money loan, um, closed pretty quick, started the process, gutted the whole house, and then the city came to check everything out. Hmm. The city came and said, now you've got to do all of this. We've had the house for a year. The house hadn't sold. Mark is going to eventually tell you the full story. So we're back to, we're up to the day. And Mark has decided, Mark is working with the um, inspector of, that inspects for this city. When we first started um, working as an investor with this property, now we have some other investment properties. With this property, the inspector and the, uh, the, the code enforcement person, well, that's what we'll call the person, Mark was like, he's crazy. And he said, Carrie, they, this is why this city can't sell houses because they're so strict. And so Mark just um, finally, he called the guy and he like, he went off, went off. Now I don't recommend this for anyone because you need to build relationships to actually work with these cities. But it actually worked because um, for some reason it worked. Now Mark is really good. He, bring, he brings the, this village donuts. They're not actually working in the, in the village right now. A lot of things are closed, but he now has a relationship with the person that answered the phone, the, phone, the inspector and the code guy who now has Mark um, saved in his phone and the mayor, all because of how they do business. Now, again, I'm gonna have Mark tell you the whole story, but if we're looking at today, last week, Windows, I don't know if any of you are experiencing this, but Windows, there's a shortage for Windows. There is an actual shortage. So he ordered, they would not let him move forward until the Windows were put in. You're like, really? So, okay. So put all the windows finally came six weeks later. Put all the windows in. The inspector comes back out and says, oh, four of your windows have to be replaced. They need to be bigger. I want, I, there's a lot I want to say with that. Um, let me say it. Let me see if I can make, clean this up a little bit. The windows have to be larger. The code changed because people need to be able to get out of the windows. And Mark said, Carrie, you and I can get out of the windows. But because we changed our eating habits, some people can't get out of these windows. So I don't know if I cleaned that up for you or not. So the moral of this story is, is you have to be involved. And even if you think the village is going to tell you everything, they're not. So what he learned was, is he has to act, ask for a checklist of all of the code, or he has to go read the code because the code changed. And we think that the inspector should have said, make sure your windows are this size because people need to be able to escape. So I just told you a story and I added Mark in because he's gonna tell it better later. So when we talk about storytelling, I want all of you 52 weeks, go, right? 
I want all of you in the next few days to come up with, and I said 52 weeks, 12 stories that you can tell that relate to real estate. Seriously, that relate to real estate. If I were talking to new real estate agents, I would tell this story. My managing broker at the time, when I started selling real estate, I would, you know, I would say, she would say, Carrie, I'm going to tell you, give you a tip. One of the best tips she ever gave me. We get emotionally attached when we go to buy real estate, right? Especially the buyers. And I, I can, it is hard for me to walk into a property that looks absolutely awful. I can't see past it. Mark Kent, my broker at the time, because we were, um, the owners were brokers back in 2001. She said, Carrie, when you show houses, keep your mouth shut. I said, okay. She said, let me tell you a story. I went into this house. I think it was Geneva or Batavia. And when I went into the property, I walked into the house and she said, Carrie, the house was hideous. It had puke color paint. She said it was awful. She said, I walked into the house and I said, oh my God. And she said, the buyer said, right, I love it. And she said, isn't it beautiful? Like she was like, she hated it, but the buyer loved it. So if you don't, if you think that your opinion matters, it doesn't matter. Someone is going to love something you don't love. So the moral of that story is keep your mouth shut, right? You're like, don't do this, do this, as my kids would say. Now, does, and when I say keep your mouth shut, I don't, like if the buyer's like, so what do you think? And I, my, my next statement might be, so what do you think? Can you see yourself here? Can you see yourself moving into the property? So I have an opinion, but I'm not living in the house. So that's a great story. My other great story is for my new agents. And I, I this was years ago. I had a seller and I, when I walked into this property, he was very tough, aggressive wife or girlfriend at the time. I could tell she didn't talk. So I'm, I'm paying attention to her and paying attention to him, right? Paying attention to her. And I'm like, okay, he was, he was the dominant party. It was going to go his way. The house wasn't selling. It was at the turn of the market. It was 2009, 10 or 11. The market was shifting and houses weren't moving. So the property wasn't moving. He calls me up one day and goes off. Like he cussed me out, literally. He went off on me and I, and I had to pause and I said, this is one of my statements that I learned in real estate. I can understand why you're frustrated and I can see why you would say that. And I would stop talking so they could keep talking because when someone's mad, sometimes they just got to get it out. We got off the phone and I'm sure we talked a little more. We got off the phone. He called me back a day later. I'm telling you a story publicly that's like crazy. I'm glad I didn't say this, did he? He called me back and he said, Carrie, I sincerely apologize to you. I, I, I went off and I shouldn't have. I stopped taking my blood pressure medicine and um, now I'm on dialysis. And I stopped taking my blood pressure medicine because I couldn't be a man. And I was like, TMI? I mean, what do you say? He's just like, crickets? <laughs> like, I didn't know what to say. My response was, I appreciate the apology. Now, what can we do to move forward? Now, the house did not sell. It ended up getting rented out um, because 
Uh, they wanted to buy new construction in a different area. But the point is in real estate, you don't, that's, it's a cool story and, and don't be shocked. So when I, especially when I work with new agents, I've had agents say, Carrie, can you just like give us a whole bunch of scenarios? It's hard because what I didn't do, this is why I want you to get the new agent journal. I want you to write down the crazy. Cause some of you, and, and I see Derenika on here, Derenika should write, you can't tell the story yet publicly maybe, but working with um, loan officers, not, I mean, and the stress of you're ready to close and dealing with a buyer um, that changes their mind the day of closing. And then I get a call and this wasn't Derenika's scenario, this was someone else. Carrie, what do I do? The buyer wants to walk away. Let's look at the contract. Is there an out? And by the way, I'm not an attorney. I can read a contract. I'm a paralegal. I understand how to direct, but then I say, okay. And by the way, we're an attorney state in most of Illinois. Most of Illinois uses attorneys. So I will go to the contract and say, here's your out. Call the attorney. Because the attorney might need to help you with that. So in that scenario, it was, they didn't leave the property in broom clean condition. They, it was, you needed like two dumpsters. Because we needed that earnest money back. Okay, so again, number one, homework is, all of you are going to write down 12 great stories. If you're new in real estate, write down your story about when you bought your first house. If you don't own a house, you could talk about the rental, um, what it was like to rent your first property. I should tell that story one day and why I, why I bought a house and got out of my rental. So um, if you're in the process of buying, write down that story and then share the process. People wanna hear the process uh, when it comes to buying property, selling property. Uh, and you could probably, I mean, like I could tell you the story, I have never sold my own house. I have only owned houses. And, I, and here's my story, if I ever had to sell my house, I'm moving out, I'm moving out. I am moving out. I, I'm moving out. But we're, I'm moving out. I'm painting everything. I'm, I'm anything that's dirty is going is going in the garbage. All the, the, the light switches, all the face plates on the outlets. I'm replacing. I'm, I'm moving out. I am going to be the best seller ever. I'm moving out and I'm staging it because we live in our houses every day. I look at some of you that go live and I'm like, I'm in envy. I'm in envy. And so for those of you races, that are just joining me, I'm Carrie Little, and this is Coffee with Carrie every Friday at 9 a.m., but we adjusted today because I had to be in a class. So that's your homework. Write down 12 stories that you can tell. Number two, where can you create stories? All of you know that you can create stories in Instagram. If you're here, I believe you already know that. If you aren't creating stories, um, on Instagram, you're losing out on an opportunity. The next generation consumes more video and story content than any other content. Like, um, so, and for example, I will sit, I'll, I'll take a moment and I'll scroll through Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn, um, but I typically look at the stories first. Why? Because that's where content is consumed. Now, it only sits there for 24 hours. So, if you are only posting on Instagram, you're missing out on an opportunity because the next generation, anyone under the age of 30, that's what they're doing. They are creating content on their stories. So you can create stories on Instagram. 
You can create stories on Facebook. You can create stories on your Facebook business page. You can also create stories on Snapchat. You can create, I don't know if I would call it a story on TikTok, but you can create content on TikTok and you now can create stories on LinkedIn. Um, and I'm just gonna start with LinkedIn. Although um, Instagram, you really do need to create stories. The reason why I want all of you to go to LinkedIn. So in my class, um, who was I watching? Maybe it was my class, maybe I was watching Gary Vee. Um, but in my class yesterday, and by the way, even though I was in that class all day, I taught for an hour. I'm a part of the association, but I did teach for an hour on how to write a course. So when I teach, um, when I teach how, when I was teaching how to write a course, it was about the modern real estate agent and I was showing data. And so I used data and I was able to prove that anyone under the age of 30, they want their technology. It's like a part of their body. It's an appendix, right? Kindergartners, uh, middle school, high schoolers, college students, they all have a mobile device. So I was trying to prove that you need, if you're teaching classes, you must allow the student to have their technology. And if you don't, they are bored. So what can, so now there's a way to keep people entertained and engaged if you don't have a mobile device. Um, but if you take my technology away, now I'm trying to figure out how to write. Now I did literally write, and here's the truth. I, I, I love my journal and I have a real journal that sits next to my bed where I write things out like what happened during in the day. Um, but I actually have a digital notebook and I have my iPad and my and I use Evernote because I'm just faster when I type. My hand hurts. Like when you get close to the age of 50, stuff hurts. So that's number two. Um, use all of those platforms. But when I say LinkedIn, the reason why you should use LinkedIn is because the business professional is starting to consume stories because LinkedIn just decided to add stories. And I believe every day, I think it's every day, LinkedIn Monday, I'm sorry, business day hours. Um, LinkedIn posts a question um, on their stories. And they, I think today's story was, what's your best career advice? I think I'm gonna go post the story I told earlier of the best career advice for a new real estate agent. So every Monday through Friday, I now go to LinkedIn and I answer that question. Now, here's the truth. It is very new. I'm probably getting 10 people to consume my stories. Where here, I probably have 200 a day. Hmm. Huge difference. So those are all of the places you can add stories. Now, if you're overwhelmed, we'll talk about the bonus at the end on how to manage all that. Now, when you do start to create your stories, I am going to suggest that you use location-based marketing. So what do I mean? So when you build your stories, I want you to tag the location. Now, do you have to do this every single time? No. But what many people don't know is that next, when we're done, I want all of you. So I gave you homework. I want you to come up with 12 stories. Um, the other item for homework, and I probably should have wrote this down. The other item for homework is I want you to... Um, search the city you live in. So search the city you live in and um, meaning go to Instagram, go to search. I think it's at the top now, unless you don't have reels, but Instagram like totally changed my account in like a day. So go to search and then type in the city you live in or you wanna work in 
And then if that city does not have a rainbow around the city in the top left-hand corner, that means there's no stories. So you can literally take over a marketplace just by adding the location when you create a story. I know it's simple, um, but when I, in the neighborhood I live in, we probably will have 10 stories a day and they're usually workout places or, um, um, yeah, some of the stuff, this next generation post makes me nervous, but there's like 10. If I were to go out to um, Batavia, there's none. So if you, so again, homework item number two, go search your location to see if you have a story. And you could just post once a day on the story and be relevant in two places. So you could be relevant on your story and you can be relevant on the city story. So go search the city. Now I should, um, I, I'll take that a step further. Um, also, I would say use hashtags in your stories. And then, I, so your other item of homework, number three, is to go search the um, hashtag that you're gonna use. So for example, uh, Realtor is, is, is everyone's using Realtor. House hunting, top used hashtag in real estate. So what I would say to you, go look up a hashtag and look to see if there's a story. If there is no story, but there's content in the feed from the hashtag, that could be where you dominate. That could be where you dominate. So yeah, search the hashtags and see if there's a story. No story, start adding a hashtag and location because now you'll dominate in three places. Your story, now I'm on Instagram, the hashtag and the location. All right, so you got the locations. Now, video. Um, I, I need all of you to create video, need. I mean, it's like need, need, need. Why? Because you are more likely to be found. So let's just say, and I've said this before, let's say you're like, Carrie, I don't know what to post. Now I want you to come up, I've already said, come up with 12 stories. I want you to think about how you can say your story either live, because then that's gonna go to IGTV, or you're gonna create a story that's 60 seconds or less. Or you're gonna create a story in 15 seconds. Some of you saw my post that I reshared from Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V-E-E-V, -E -E um, about what people think when you say entrepreneur. Oh, I mean, I was like, he, whoever created that video, it was perfect. It was a reel, it was 15 seconds. And he talked to, he actually, he said, um, it made it look like he was dreaming. When people think um, entrepreneur, they think cars, they think lifestyle, they think money. It, I mean, really, that's not true. I mean, I probably work more hours than most. I mean, I, I can, I have the bandwidth too. That's just my makeup. But an entrepreneur works a lot. And I just looked up the data. So wait for a post. I'm going to post it. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to post it here or on Smart Girl Media. Anyone that works under 39 hours a week as a real estate agent, your, your, your income is usually under forty dollars or $50,000. Anyone that works over 60 hours, the, long, the more hours you work, the more money you make. Now, building teams helps, but the more hours you work, the more money you make. So if you have a part-time job or a regular job or a side hustle, or you're trying to do 20 different things, you won't make that much money in real estate unless you focus on that one thing. Now, I do think that you can have add-ons, but you got to master one right? 
You could be a jack of all trades and master of none, but you need to master one to master the second one. So as a, a, a so I was a real estate agent. I mastered it. I became an instructor in 2008, a tech instructor. I had like three people in um, the class. Oh, Mark's texting me. Mark, just come in here and tell me. He's, I can't see that. Mark's texting me to tell you what to say. Come in here, Mark. I wrote that down yesterday. I just didn't send it. Come here. Oh my gosh. You what? want people to see you like that? I don't care. Okay, lean in. Come on, lean, lean in. Some people have to do work. Lean in. Tell them what you just said. Hey, Mimi. Tell them what you just said. So I'm a, I'm a realtor. That's not what it says. But go ahead. So when you, tell when you when you focus on one thing, you tend to lose focus on other things that also matter. That's like when you focus on many things, right? Not one thing. Yeah. Okay. So so anyway, I digress. So um, I mastered real estate. I became an instructor. I then became an owner. And I should say it like this. I've mastered real estate. I became a tech instructor. I then became a continuing ed instructor and I was writing my own courses. Then I became an owner. All of those things helped me become an owner because now I'm a walking encyclopedia when it comes to real estate. And some of you know, cause I get your text messages. I'm just saying, right? All right, so my number five, and I will um, re I'll, I'll recap. So my number, number five is IGTV hacks. So some of you are lucky enough to have 10,000 followers on Instagram. Some of you, not me. If Facebook allowed 10,000, I would be there. Cause I, um, I'll tell Mark, I'll tell Mark real estate 777. So, um, so yeah, if Facebook allowed 10,000, I'd be at 10,000 friends. So if you don't have 10,000 friends after this, I, when I'm done with this live, I will take the same live video and I will send it to IGTV. Most of you know, if you have, if you create a story on Instagram, you cannot add a link. There's no redirect. But if you create a video that's longer than 60 seconds, you can add a website link and redirect people to your website or a landing page. So the hack with stories in IGTV would be you create a story, talk about how you bought your first house and how you can help them, or you talk about how you work in luxury and how you can help someone else or how, whatever the story is. And then you, um, in the video, you can say, and if you would like more information, click the link below. And by the way, so, and because of this training, I'll actually have a link to my blog. So the, and then here's the other benefit. Now, once I, the IGTV is posted, I can re, uh, I can resend that video to my story and then I get the chain link. So if you don't have 10,000 followers on um, Instagram yet, cause that's when you get the swipe up feature, you, the hack is, you can add your website into the IGTV post because Instagram doesn't allow you to add links in the post. Then you can send the IGTV video to your story. Then you get the chain link at the top. And then you can add search for swipe up and then the consumer can swipe up and they can go right to your IGTV page where your link is. So if you're, if you're here and you're selling um, t-shirts we're selling real estate. If you have a new listing, oh, there's, there's one of your stories for my item number one. 
um, for 12 months. Actually, you could do that every time you get a new listing. You talk about your new listing, and then you say, if you'd like more information about this listing, click the link below or swipe up to get more details because you created an IGT video about the property. Then you can grab their um, name and their email. If, you have, if you're new to this live, um, if you go to smartgirluniversity.com, I show you how to create landing pages using Google. And it's free. I'm not charging you. Hmm. Maybe I should. Okay. So it's currently free. Now, um, so I'm going to recap and then I'll give you my bonus. So when we started, I said, number one, I need you to start telling stories. I would like you to videotape them um, or create the video um, on Instagram. If you're not ready for video, I want to get, go take a great photo. So if you're going to talk about cleaning up a yard, go stand in the yard, have somebody take your photo and then tell the story on Instagram. So that's two ways. So, and then I want you to come up with 12 ideas for the next 12 months. If you are a listing agent or a buyer's agent and you have people that are buying and selling, you can create um, videos for your listings and you can have testimonials. Now that would be a great story for your buyers um, in your stories. Then uh, where can you post and create stories? And you need to remember this number two because I'm gonna give you a bonus at the end. You can create stories on Facebook business pages, um, your Facebook personal page, Snapchat, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And if you connect your business page here on Instagram, to Facebook, whenever you um, post, you can also send the same story to your Facebook business page. So that can work. Number three, location-based marketing. I want all of you, when you start creating stories, to add a location. Now, do you have to add a location every time you create a story? No, but if your, intention, if, if your intent is to generate a lead or to build a brand, some of you are under 200 friends on Instagram, right? I need you to get more followers. So by using the story feature and then adding the location and a hashtag, you now end up on three stories. You end up on the, on your story, on the, on the city story and the hashtag stories. So you, now, by the way, you can add more than one hashtag to a story. I don't recommend it. I don't recommend more than two. I actually rec recommend one. Now there's more research that you could do on that, but I recommend one. So you end up on that, that, um, hashtag story in the location story. And number four, I want you to create video. I would prefer video. You'll, and some of you will be nervous. Some of you will stress out. Some of you are like, Carrie, I just, I'm afraid to talk. Just start talking. When I started this live this morning, no one was here and I just said, hi everybody. Thank you for joining me on Saturday. Um, I'm usually here on Friday at 9 a.m. I just started talking even if no one was watching. And even if we were at zero people following me right now, I would just talk because I know I'm gonna repurpose the video. Okay, so video, video, video. Then um, in video, if it's longer than 60 seconds, you're gonna end up pushing it to IGTV. And the IGTV hacks are, you can add website links when you pre-upload a video to IGTV. You can send that IGTV to your story and then you get the chain link and now you get the swipe up if you don't have 10,000 followers. And then let's see. Mm. The other cool thing about IGTV is you can add more hashtags. Um, you can add a cover photo to IGTV. 
So, I, and you can put it in your feed. And if you turn off the IGTV post, it still ends up in everybody else's feed. So let's say, for example, even today, I don't, I don't remember what my grid looked like. I'm going to post this video on IGTV and my grid, my Instagram grid. And then over time, if I'm like, it doesn't look good anymore, I can remove it. But the IGTV video still sits on IGTV. And then um, it sits in all of your feeds if I'm getting engagement. Now, here's the bonus. Here is the, um, right, literally just talking. Um, so here's the, the bonus. You can repurpose your stories on your Facebook business page, your Facebook personal page, Snapchat, Instagram, and LinkedIn. So wherever you start. So even today, I'm going to go over to LinkedIn because remember, I told you LinkedIn now has stories and I'm going to go answer their question from yesterday because I didn't post. Then I'm going to take that post and I'm going to download it and I'm going to put it on my personal page. And then I'm going to go put it on my uh, on Instagram and I'm going to put it on Snapchat. I'm going to put it on all of them because I know I don't get as much engagement on LinkedIn, but I like the idea that they're asking a question to help you create a story. So if you're not sure what to post LinkedIn. And so remember, I said I wanted you to really create 52 weeks of content. And then some of you were like, oh, that's a lot. And then I went to 12 months, which is once a month. So 12 stories. LinkedIn is giving you five questions a day, Monday through Friday. So they're helping you with the story. So what if one of those questions could be a story? You could go tell the story. Like, remember my story from earlier, the new agent, right? Going to show properties and whether they, and the homeowner, the buyer loved the home and the listing and the buyer's agent didn't, that's a great story. So that's one of my best, that, so anyway, watch the replay if you don't know what I'm talking about. So the bonus is you can repurpose. So for those of you that are watching, don't hang up yet because I'm going to end my podcast and then we'll answer any questions. So for those of you that are listening to the podcast, join me on smartgirlmedia.com and um, let's see what else, Smart Girl Media Live. And don't forget to get the new real estate agents journal on Amazon. Everything is in my Instagram bio.